This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com slash OP today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash OP to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash OP. Jennifer Ferris, hello. What's up, Jennifer Ferris? How are you? Uh, yeah, a little change of scenery, man. Look at how beautiful it is out there. Look at how beautiful it is out there. I'm at the ocean. Took a day to just chill out. Took a day for myself. I needed a, I needed a day to just breathe. And I said, you know what? The fishing is good this time of year at the ocean. Um, I got a place to go. So why not, uh, why not come out here for the day with Doggy and do some fishing? Walk the beach. Throw the ball. Have him dig, I don't know, four or five foot deep holes because he he doesn't understand the concept of sand he doesn't understand that it just goes on forever and ever and ever got out here late last night with doggy um it's kind of sad because doggy is very attached to to me and the rest of the family and uh all of a sudden i go come on doggy we're gonna go for a walk and he gets all excited runs to the front door then he waits for the elevator to bring us down to the streets of New York City. Then we walk around this one park and we look at rats. There are rats all over the city. I know I say that a lot on the live streams, but it is unbelievable how many rats are now in New York City. I, I used to want to see rats, and every once in a while you, you would see one. But now it's a given. If you leave your house after the sun goes down, you're going to see many, many rats. It's crazy. So I go, come on, doggy, we're going for a walk. But he has no idea. I'm walking to go get my car to drive to the beach. And he's all excited to do his walk. And then next thing you know, he's jumping in the car with me going, hey, where's everybody else? And then I just take off to the beach with the dog. And then I woke up this morning and I was editing videos and I'm posting all over my social media because it's a pain in the ass. You got you to gotta hit all the social medias. And then... Um, Took a couple business phone calls, took a couple walks on the beach, and then finally got to fish for about an hour, hour and a half. And I'm here to say that there is absolutely nothing out there. I mean, nothing. How's the homeless? Uh, Mex is asking in New York. The homeless are, uh, honestly, I got to be honest with you. The homeless in New York City never, ever scared me. It was the regular citizens of New York City that were way scarier than any homeless person I came across. You got to keep your eyes open for the homeless because every once in a while you think they're okay. And uh, next thing you know, you get a brick to the side of the head because they had a bad day. But uh, the citizens of New York are way fucking nastier, way nastier. You surf casting, Frank White says? Yeah, it was. I was surf casting, and uh, there's a lot of whitewash out there. So I thought the striped bass would be kind of, you know, feeding in the, in the whitewash. The waves are kind of crashing way before shore, and then it's all just white water. And that's, uh, that's usually pretty good for the striped bass, but uh, 
there's nothing out there. I didn't even get a bite, nothing. And uh, my first clue should have been that there's guys that are way more professional at this than me, and um, and they weren't on the beach today with their Jeeps and their gear, so they obviously know something that I don't. Uh, but it was still fun to, you know, cast a few and run around with the dog and, and chill out for a day. Fishing with bait or lures. I was lazy today, Andy, um, so I was just using a lure with a little, like, uh, tubing on the end. So it was like, uh, it was like a silver, kind of like uh, long silver. This is what I mean by guys that uh, are more professional than me. It was like a, 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 a silver lure that was about that big, and then on the end of it is some nice tubing that goes around the hook. Last uh, fall, I had so much luck uh, fishing with that rig, and uh, today, literally nothing. Uh, how's homeless mustard? Now, I don't know how homeless mustard is. Now, a bunch of people told me, I don't know if this is true. Daniel Homeless Mustard is no longer with us. I don't know if that's true. But uh, enough people have told me that I feel like it is. Homeless Mustard was a cool guy. He, he inspired me to just play what you feel and feel what you play. That is a, that's a perfect lesson right there, my friend. You can be classically trained all you want all day long, but in the end, you got to just go with it, right? I think so. Uh, Corey Fajeld. Corey Fajeld. Is that how you say your name? Corey Fajeld. You have to be from... I'm going to say you have to be from Finland. I think Corey Fajeld is from Finland. No? Pronounced field. Well, Corey Fajeld wants everyone to know that his last name is actually pronounced Field. All right, Corey Fajeld. Oh, Norway! Damn it, I was close. You guys get really weird with your consonants over there. Norway, Finland, they get, they do like, they do letter combinations that here in America we said, no, thank you, we can't do a FJ. And then pronounce it, what'd you say, Feld? No, man, you're Fajeld. Corey Fajeld. I'm obsessed with the Fajeld. Came back to the house, and uh, I didn't have the heat on high enough to, to take care of my tropical fish, and I lost like three or four fish since the last time I was at the house checking on things. And I can't find their little fish bodies, so these savages, man, they saw an opportunity. They saw a feast. So one of their, one of their buddies went down, and the next thing you know, they're just eating them. That's sick. That nature is a mother effer, man. Because how can you be a fish, right? And you're swimming around with your buddies day after day in a confined space. You got to know each other. You got to know the ins and outs of each other. And then, you know, unfortunately, uh, your buddy dies and he floats to the top. And your first thought is to eat him. That's fucked up. It's a fish-eat-fish -fish world out there, Ope. My goodness, David Parmcast, you are right. Or David's Parmcast. But how long can you talk about chicken parm, David's Parmcast? That, that seems like a real tough podcast to do on a regular basis. Corey Fajeld, I'm laughing so hard right now. You still got it, Ope. All right. Well, I, I can't call you... I can't call you... Feld, if, if your, spell, your last name is spelled F-J, that's dumb. Why do you guys do that? You know there's plenty of words to make.
without starting to put the FJ uh, uh, letters together. You understand that, right? You don't have to. Do, you don't have to do that in 2021. You don't have to do that. Kid, the J is silent. Where have you been? I don't care. I don't care how it's pronounced. When you have a name that's F J E L, uh, what was it? D Fajeld. It's Fajeld. I don't. I, I understand that the J is probably silent, but it's just dumb. It's too much work to figure that out. If it's silent, here's the thing with words, right? If you got a word and one of the letters is silent, then don't use it. Why would you use it at that point? It's stupid. I uh, think Jim and Sam will re-sign with Sirius. If, if Jim and Sam re-sign at Sirius, it would be pennies on the dollar because um, there's literally no buzz on their on their show here in the in, in the real world. No buzz whatsoever. None of their shit ever pops on any of my social media. That can't be good. So if they re-sign with uh, Sirius, it would be pennies on the dollar tops. It'd be a terrible, terrible deal. And uh, you know what? Whether they re-sign or not, that doesn't define me. If I find out that they're no longer with Sirius, that'll be a, a very, very good day for me. But it means nothing in the end. Absolutely nothing. A lot of us, right? We hope for things to happen. We hope for justice. And that justice is overrated. It, it should mean nothing as far as what you're trying to do with your life, your career. So, But would I be happy if I found out that they were uh, let go? Of course I would. But, man, when you start hoping uh, for things, uh, you know, and, and think that if this happens, then my life will be better. Oh, man, are you going down the wrong road? Corey Fajeld. I had to deal with it all my life, bro. Feld and Fajeld is what all my high school teachers called me. Field. Get it right. All right. It's Corey Field. Yeah, but look, you almost have the eye. I'm going to spend this whole live stream obsessing about your last name, Fajeld. And now you want to be called Corey Field. Then spell it F-I-E-L-D. You're almost there. You got the eye. But then at the end, you're like, you went like this. Ah! And you had to make it curvy. Yeah, that's just dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Enough about your name, bro. No one cares. I, I care. I care. He's a new guy. I welcome all the new people to the live stream. You know, we're building a, uh, something slowly, very slowly, but we're building something. So when I see a new name, I get a little excited. Look, I got the Milt Miranda. I've seen his name a million times, and I appreciate his support. And then, you know, I got the Jennifer Ferris, a regular. Then you got the Frank White. Then you got uh, the Rebecca Ann. Uh, yeah, it's better uh, to not delight in misfortunes of others. Look at Alec Baldwin right now. Man, a lot of people are beating the shit out of Alec Baldwin because Alec Baldwin took some shots before he decided to kill somebody. Wait, you can't say that, right? Well, we don't know. I mean, he killed somebody. You can say that much, right? Because you can't give out for, uh, false information. That was a joke. That was a sad joke, to be honest. I don't understand. I got to get a lawyer on this thing because I don't understand uh, this. You could kill somebody and not get arrested. I don't get it. I think as soon as you kill somebody, you should be arrested. You should be in handcuffs. You should be in the back of a police car. You should spend uh, a couple days in the pokey. And then they could, like, figure it all out. But they still don't know what to do with Alec Baldwin. I mean, it's looking like it's a, it's a terrible, terrible accident. 
But I think if me or you accidentally killed somebody, we're not going home to our families, living our lives. That ain't happening. They're, they're going to arrest us, me and you, now that I'm a regular Joe just like you. But uh, I don't know, man. I find it weird that uh, he wasn't at least just arrested just to try to figure some of this shit out. And I don't, uh, I don't like Alec Baldwin, and I don't dislike Alec Baldwin. I, I really uh, could care less either way as far as, as, far as uh, what he has to say. I know he's very vocal and, uh, and hates the Trump, and, and because of that, I know Donald Trump Jr. has some uh, ridiculous T-shirts that he's uh, hawking. What he's, what, what's his T-shirt? Uh, Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. That's just... Yeah, I don't know if you want to live your life that way, hoping for certain things to happen, and then your life will be better. I think that's a theme today. I don't, I don't know if that's good. Actually, I know that's not good. I honestly think it was just a tragic, tragic accident. Um, I think they were using uh, non-union workers, which is never good. I know a lot of union guys. That's not good. That's no bueno when you start using non-union uh, workers. Oh! I'm too old to have not known what I'm about to tell you. I am too old, and I should have known this many, many years ago. I learned very recently, within the last uh, 24 hours, that Paul McCartney has a brother. How many, be honest, just flood the, the chat room. Did you or did you not know that Paul McCartney has a brother. I had no idea. No idea. And he was in uh, entertainment. Yeah, Jennifer Ferris. What? Yeah, all right, look. Jennifer Ferris, what? I had no clue. No idea. Elvis had a twin brother. Yeah, I think uh, the twin brother died uh, at childbirth, though, or something like that, right? I think. I'm not sure. Uh, not James. His name is... Well, his birth name is Mike McCartney. <laughs> Paul, Mar Paul McCartney has a brother. His brother's name is Mike, Mike McCartney. But check this out. He also went into the business. He's a visual artist, so basically he's a photographer. But he's also a, are you ready for this? He's a musician. Paul McCartney's brother, Mike McCartney, is a musician. And as Paul was doing the Fab Four and all that pop shit, Mike Mc, uh, uh, McCartney, excuse me, did more like goof songs and uh, funny songs. And he was in a group called, oh boy, I know Paul McCartney's band. Uh, I looked this up too right before I did the live stream. I already forgot. That's not good. Mike McCartney's band, I think, was called The Scaffolds, I think. And they had some, uh, some success in Liverpool, nothing like his brother, and he changed his name. Mike McCartney, Paul McCartney's brother, changed his name to Mike McGear. Mike McGear, look it up. And the reason was he didn't want to ride his, uh, his older brother's coattails, so he wanted to make his own name for himself. Are you fucking kidding me? If my older brother was Paul McCartney, you bet your damn life that I would have gone through life as Opie McCartney. Fuck yeah. But he was like, no, man, I want to make it on my own. So I got to change my name because then they're going to judge me 
because my last name is McCartney like my brother uh, Paul. So I'm going to change my name to Mike McGear and I'm going to start my own band. That's going to be a little, uh, uh, is going to be based on comedy more than anything. And I'm also going to be a visual artist and a photographer. I guess he took a ton of pictures of Paul McCartney over the years. A ton. Um, how weird is that? And I only found this out like a day ago. How do you go through your life not knowing that Paul McCartney had a brother? How, how does that happen? Uh, but now he went back to being Mike McCartney. And I think he's like, uh, I think he's like 77, 78 years old. All right, let me take a moment to talk about Raycon wireless earbuds. If you go to buyraycon.com slash Opie right now, you can unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But you got to hurry. This offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. By the way, I love my Raycon wireless earbuds. I got them in my ears right now. And it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you could save big on a gift they'll use every day, the Raycon wireless earbuds. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise-isolating fit, you could start listening right away and keep listening for hours. Audio quality is amazing, absolutely comparable to what you get from other premium brands, except Raycon starts at half the price. They got three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best. Pure mode, balanced mode, and bass mode. Oh, they got plenty of battery. I don't need to talk about that. Built-in mic so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, get them something they could use for calls or music, for work or play, at home or on the go. Or pick up a pair for yourself. Trust me, you're going to use them every day like I do. Go to... BuyRaycon.com slash Opie today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But you got to hurry. This offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's BuyRaycon.com slash Opie to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. That's BuyRaycon.com slash Opie. Uh, let's say hi to uh, Eli, it looks like. Were those old bits like, is Tom still alive and the space shuttle Endeavor guy fake bits? Forgive me for keep asking, but I've been curious for over 10 years, LOL. Now, most of the bits on the Opie and Anthony show, I say most, the overwhelming majority of bits on the Opie and Anthony show were fucking real. But uh, is Tom alive was a real bit. Guy called. I don't remember the details of his first call anymore. But then we learned that this guy had a severe illness that was basically making his lungs turn into concrete, and he didn't know how much time he had. So we decided to do a bit called this Tom Alive Friday. And I'm telling you, man, every Friday, those phones would be lit with people going, when is Tom calling in? Because they needed to know if he was alive or not. Uh, that bit was 100% real, and we never met the guy. I have no idea what ever happened to him. Um, I would imagine he's dead by now because the illness he had was terrible, man. His lungs were just solidifying like concrete slowly but surely. And he called one day. I'm sure that guy knows him, but there's a few people out there that will not know this. Tom calls one day. He finally had it. His illness was getting the best of him. Had a gun, his, gun in his hand. He's threatening to uh, take his life live on our radio show. 
Anthony was talking him out of it for the most part. I think we all were trying, but Anthony definitely took the lead on that and was was talking the guy out of out of uh, taking his own life live on our radio show. Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking, oh, the ratings, <laughs> the ratings. I mean, that would have been on every newscast. Uh, that's a joke because everybody spins everything nowadays. Um, and as Anthony's talking him out of it. The gun goes off, and he said something like, oops, or my bad, or something like that, really casual. And he put a hole in his ceiling, and uh, there were people living above him. And we're like, what the hell just happened? Uh, we, got, <laughs> we got Tom in White Plains from yes. Is Tom Alive Friday. How are you, Tom? Uh, not doing too good anymore. And uh, I want to say... You guys entertained me for quite a bit. What's the matter? I, I just was going to say uh, goodbye. What? Uh, you know, things are getting a little harder. What, the breathing and, uh, and stuff? Yeah. Uh, after this heat wave, I was just like, forget it. Wait, and, it, it, uh, it was the heat that got to you? Heat, humidity. Yeah, that'll really uh, screw people up. So what is it? You just like, it's like breathing. It's like having a weight on your chest, right? It feels like I'm drowning. All the time? Uh, yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, thanks. I enjoyed everything. Well, Tom, what do you tell like you're signing out? I mean, uh, that's probably not the... What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Why don't you, uh, you what know, you? hang out for a little while longer? Well... You know, my mind's made up. Not that bad. What did uh, What did the doctor say to you recently? Uh, one doctor said, I don't want to see you anymore. You're too much of a pain in the ass. They uh, have too many complications. Uh, and I didn't get to the, uh, the specialist uh, because it's a hassle to get to the city. Well, what the hell are you implying here, Tom? Well, you said uh, we could do this on XM. Do what? But, well, well, if you're talking about suicide, it was it was it's just a dumb radio goof, dude. I mean, no, nobody wants you to do that. Yeah, I don't think we really want you to, you know. For real, we don't off yourself on the uh, on the air. Jesus. Well, uh, I I promised. Well, no, we, took it in, we didn't take it for real, man. You can break a promise. What? What were you? What? When were you planning on doing this? Well, uh, I have a weapon loaded. What? Uh, cock. Oh Jesus! And uh, it wouldn't take more than a uh, half pound of pressure. Uh, but I don't want to bring anybody down. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, what Tom. About, what about your family and stuff, man? They're aware of it. Did you write a note? Uh, yes, there's a note. Like, what you is it that's it. making it so unbearable that you can't just, like, hold off till tomorrow or, or give yeah. it a couple more days? I mean, it sounds... Hold on for one more day. I mean, the heat wave is broken. I mean, it sounds stupid and not like it's big consolation, but I mean, uh... I mean, what's the immediacy or the need to do this now? It's stupid. Uh... Well, it's not going to get better. Yeah, but has it, it doesn't sound like it's gotten a lot worse. Oh, it actually has. It has? Oh, yeah. boy. Did uh? In what way? 
well on the joints, and uh, I wake up every uh, morning hacking up uh, half a lung. What does your uh, what does your note say? I don't, I don't want pity. Uh, what does your note say? It says, "Hey, have a great run. My time is now. Have fun." That's it. That's it. You need to punch that up a little. Yeah, you might want to read some Walt Whitman. Yeah. <laughs> Before, like Tom. Yeah. Tom, what are you doing, man? This is ridiculous. Well. You know, to, to do simple little things. Uh, it's quality of life, I guess. Qual is, uh, quality of life. Yeah, pretty bad. What uh, what kind of weapon uh, do you have there, uh, Tom? I have a I have a choice. Uh, oh, Walter PPK or Beretta nine millimeter. Mm. Do why don't, why don't you do I this? I wouldn't use those. Or an or an AR fifteen. Why don't you, Why don't you? Uh, I mean, it's that, look, why don't you just at least let us do something like uh, have some kind of a, a get-together with you or something like that? Like, seriously, like in, in the studio, bring a chicken. get-together. Not a goodbye party, but just something to liven things up a little bit. This is just morbid. You don't want to do this. I mean, it, look, it's no, not... No, no, no. <laughs> That's morbid. Uh... Can I have your guns? You give it, why don't you give Anthony your guns? <laughs> He'll carry him around the house all day. Yeah. Well, one will probably be used as an evidence, but I'll put the other one away. Uh, and I'll will it to you, Anthony. I'll mm. call my lawyer. I'm Why don't you teasing, hold off? Of course, I don't want your gun. Why don't you hold off and at least come into the suit? No. <laughs> There'll be guys with nets. No. Yeah, Tom, um, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, I'll give it some thought. But, why don't you uh, come into the studio? Not with the guns, obviously, but why, I mean, seriously, why don't you come in tomorrow um, and we'll see what we can do to get a couple of broads down. And again, not as some morbid farewell thing, but just something to at least, you know, have a have a good day and have a good, you know, that's my idea of at least a good time. That shows you how shallow I am. But I mean, why don't you just come down and hang a little You're bit? You're as shallow so, as his breathing. <laughs> Poor Tom. He can't breathe. Oh. Oh, that hurts to laugh. <laughs> Oh God! That—that oh. that was funny. <laughs> Jesus! It sounds like you're not going to shoot yourself today, which is very good news for for yeah. everybody. Unlo unload your guns. Well, yeah, yeah. how about you unload your guns live on the show? Yeah, not through the barrel. Oh, <laughs> uh, not through the barrel. Not through the barrel. Just you know, pull out the mag and uh, get the get the round out of the chamber. Hello? Yeah. I'm here. What was that? Oh, uh, it was one in the chamber. That was, you just fired your, what was that, the 380? I, uh, uh, no, it's another, it was a, uh, it was another 9 millimeter, Walter. Jesus. Was that, uh, was that I, just I a did, round that was fired? Yeah, it did sound like it. Where did it go, Tom? Uh, I think I just killed my neighbor. Well, I, I certainly hope not. He's joking. Yeah. Dude, why don't uh, you just... You're, you're obviously in a bad mental state right now. Look, I, I'm sure it's horribly depressing. But why don't you just, uh, you know, come in. Either take the train or, we'll or somebody will come get you. And just, uh, you know, just hang for a little while. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? We force you to listen to Steve's old music? Sorry. Great stuff. <laughs>
pendulum is swinging back the other way. <laughs> and out of my way. <laughs> oh. Why are you laughing? That was a damn good joke. Oh, well, that's good. Out of his mind doesn't mean he doesn't have great taste in comedy material. <laughs> I'm not listening for humor right now. Excuse me. Uh, Tom, unload the guns, please. Yeah, for real. Nope. No pulling the trigger. And get, get get one out of the pipe there. What are you doing? And was that really around? It sure sounded like yeah. one. It had that resonance, that ringing sound. Yeah, it was. Where, and where did it hit? It went It went into a concrete wall. Oh. All right. Yeah, it kind of did sound like he's in a concrete. What, are you in a basement or something? I live in a ground floor apartment. Okay. Hey, Tom, uh, I just got a text from my friend who's a doctor. And he said he needs uh, palliative medicine, whatever that means. Uh, I can uh, hook him up in his town. Probably might know a doctor for you. He said patients whose symptoms are controlled do not want to commit suicide. We can get his symptoms under control. So what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, that all of a sudden they give you stuff that makes life better? Hold on a second. Uh-oh. I don't like uh, when he says that. What are you doing? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, all came in. Uh, it's coming in, but uh, who's coming in? A call. My, my my sister's calling me. Oh, okay. Of course she's calling. Yeah, she doesn't want you to kill yourself, Tom. Yeah. Did you unload the guns at least? Uh, yes. Do you want to take the phone call from your sister? No, I did. I'll call her back and if I hang up. Hey, would you? When we're off air, would you give Travis your number? You don't. We don't have to give me your address or anything creepy. I don't want to give out. But just give me your number so we can contact you. Yeah, you're the first person we've been nice to in two years. Please don't make us just oh, give them the yeah, number. I know. I know. Actually, that's but yeah. Uh, fair. I'll give Travis a phone number. He can get me. Okay. Yeah, come in tomorrow morning. All right. Well, we'll put you on hold. Don't uh, don't go anywhere. Okay. All right, Tom. We'll see you tomorrow morning, right? Yep. All right, buddy. All right. All right Tom from White Plains. Tom, put him on hold. Yeah, get his info, Jeff. Get his he info. Really, he really had loaded guns in front of him. Yeah, man. Was that really yeah. a round that went off? Yeah, definitely sounded like one. Holy yes. Some Some guns are... on the air don't or over the phone and on the air don't sound like movie guns. We've been talking to Tom like for a while. We were talking to him every Friday, and yeah. he was slowly getting worse. And he always said, you know, when it gets too bad, I want to, you know. Yeah. I want to take my life instead of like suffering anymore. He he was ready to go today. He was ready to I go. Know. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but most of the bits on the Opie and Anthony show were real. Most of them, just about all of them. Every once in a while, we would have to like maybe you know kind of spin something because we were going to get in trouble for doing it. But in general, man, it was as real as it got. And there were a lot of times. Program directors would tell us, don't you do that, and we would just march down the hall and do exactly what they didn't want us to do. We put it all on the line for you! I hate to say this, but I think it's sort of out there, but um, there's one bit, one giant Opie and Anthony bit that was not real, and uh, it, the bit itself was real. Ah, oh, man. Well, might as well, though. I mean, I say this uh, after telling you guys that the overwhelming majority of stuff we did on the Opie and Anthony show was real. But we were in Boston at WAF, the only station that really rocks. And we came up with an idea that we didn't uh, throw past anybody. 
Um, we didn't tell management. We didn't tell anybody. We just knew it would get everybody talking in Boston. And we uh, decided to go on the air and give away a hundred grand. A hundred grand. We never said money. We just said we're going to give away a hundred grand. And people lost their fucking minds. And we teased it and said, coming up soon, we're going to give one of you lucky listeners a hundred grand. And the way, we, uh, the way that we were safe, we never said money. We never said $100,000. We just said a hundred grand. So the spin, uh, the spin was after like getting everyone really excited that they had a chance of winning a hundred grand. Oh, people are saying, oh my God, yes, yes. This is the first time I'm admitting it. I don't know if Anthony has ever admitted it, but so we got all of Boston that was listening to us. They were freaking out like, holy shit, Opie and Anthony are giving away a hundred grand. And the spin out was that we were going to give them a candy bar because we never said money. We just said we're giving you a hundred grand. So we were ready to finally do the contest. And we were all in, man. Me and Anthony were all in with the consequences and everything. We got to do this. And uh, Bruce Mittman and uh, Dave Douglas, they were sort of our bosses up there. I say sort of because no one was really telling us what to do. No offense to those guys. Um, they ran in and basically said, if you don't fucking spin out of this and, uh, and, and, and get a fake winner, then you're fired. And they meant it. And me and Anthony, if we did the bit a year or two years later, we would have said, fuck you, and we would have done it. But I'm not going to lie. We were still, uh, we were still growing hair, hair on our balls. And me and Anthony look at each other like, ah, this contest worked perfectly. This contest worked perfectly. So we're like, you know what? We were big, but uh, we didn't want to take too much of a chance. So... Uh, we had this sales guy, Jim. We used to call him Crazy Jim. We said, Jim, I need a favor, man. You got to be the winner for the hundred grand because they're threatening to fire us. I hate admitting this stuff, but I, I admit this and I'll say it again uh, with the fact that uh, the overwhelming majority of the bits we did on the radio were all real. So uh, Jim goes, all right, I, I think I could pull it off. So we make believe we're taking the 10th caller. He's waiting on a line that's already on hold. We make believe it was a random call. We pop it down. It's Jim, the sales guy, yelling and screaming that he won 100 grand and he's going to buy a new truck, a new truck. And, um, and then, you know, me and Anthony come in to entertain the, the huge audience we had up there and, and tell him, how are you going to buy a truck with a candy bar? Hey! What are you talking? He's freaking out now because he's realizing that he just got had. And uh, he, he played it well. But if you really listen to that, uh, that audio, I, I don't know how believable it is in the end. But we had no choice. And I hate to admit it. I never wanted to admit that bit. So you got something a little special to, today on the, uh, the live stream. So, uh, yeah, we, we did the phone call with the, um, with the sales guy. To, to make sure we wouldn't get fucking fired for that bit. Hello, AF. You're the 106th caller. I'm sorry. Oh. Hello, AF. Hi. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Craig from Waltham. Hey, Craig, uh, guess what? Oh, did I win? You are the 107th caller. Get out of the way! Get out of the way! Get out of the way! Get Right? 107th. No. Oh, wow. 107th caller. Congratulations. 100 grand. Oh, my God. 
God! You just won a hundred grand, bro. Oh, Jesus, do you know what I want to do with that? What are you going to do with a hundred oh, grand? Oh, man, the first thing, I have this old... Oh, I cannot... Jeez, I gotta calm... Calm down, calm oh. yourself. I, I am the winner! I'm the winner! Well, what are you going to do with a hundred grand, bro? <laughs> I got this... Oh, man, I got this box for a truck. I've got to get a new one. A new... Tr oh, that... Oh. Wait, wait, dude, how are you going to do that with a candy bar? What? How are you gonna do that with a, a candy bar? We just we just gave you a, a hundred grand candy bar. What do you What do you mean? We gave away a hundred grand. It's, no. a, it's it's a candy bar, bro. Congratulations. What? We you just away. won a candy bar. Hey, what the? F you been? I've been listening to fucking radio for like three hours, man. You said a hundred grand. Yeah, a hundred grand. We gave you a candy That's bar. A candy Congratulations, bar. buddy. Oh, buddy. you guys are a bunch of douchebags. Hey, hey, hey. Congratulations, hey. man. <laughs> uh oh. He was pissed. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about the heterosexual bit Jimmy did? <laughs> was that fake too? <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy admitted a lot of stuff on our show. So, Steve from Greenfield. Ann says you are mostly responsible for Steve's death. Uh, death. Steve's death. Your thoughts. There's no way he said that. There's absolutely no way. Uh, I would imagine you're just trying to cause uh, problems. You know, Steve's death was a very, very uh, tragic thing in the ONA community. Um, I was friends with him personally. Um, there's no way he would say that. And, and, and I'll say it again. The only people that went to Steve's uh, funeral from the ONA show was me. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back. And E-Rock. No one else could be bothered to go to Steve's, to Steve's uh, funeral. So if anyone's talking shit, they should really look themselves in the mirror and check themselves. But I, I, I don't, I don't think uh, too highly of Anthony. But I doubt he would actually uh, throw that bullshit out there. No, I couldn't be bothered with a lot of things. So him and uh, the rest of the staff couldn't be bothered to drive an hour to go uh, to Steve's. Uh, funeral um even though me and Ann had a huge massive show he couldn't be bothered to stop by my house once in all those years we worked together um you know there were a lot of things he couldn't be bothered with what are you gonna do what are you gonna do run dcm what do you think about the success of joe rogan and headlines he makes he's making headlines all day long you know, I'm uh, I'm happy for his success. Um, we were there and big supporters of him early, early on. He did our show a lot. Uh, we put him on our channel at SiriusXM when no one really cared about his podcast. I mean, they cared, but not to the extent they do now. So to see his growth is absolutely amazing. Uh, then the other side of it, because I, I, I do a little of this myself, uh, there's some jealousy. 100% there's some jealousy there, but uh, good for Joe Rogan, you know? He's the it guy. I mean, I got a little jealousy, but I don't lose sleep over it. I'll tell you who loses sleep over it. Howard Stern has got to be driving Howard nuts. Joe Rogan gets way more headlines than, than Howard Stern, and that's got to be driving Howard nuts. There's no other way to look at that. No other way. Howard can't take it when someone else is bigger than him. And he'll do everything in his power to make sure that doesn't happen. So anyone that works for the same company as Howard Stern, 
you're shit out of luck. So, you know, there was a time that Joe Rogan was part of SiriusXM through our channel. And if the bosses were smart, they would have seen that this guy was about to jump on a rocket ship. And they could have tied him down and he could have been huge on the SiriusXM platform. But they didn't see it that way. I've talked about this on past live streams. Uh, Don Wicklin famously came to me and said that we don't need Joe Rogan. He actually said, we don't need Joe Rogan, and we don't need Bill Burr. And we had both those guys on our channel at SiriusXM. Both of those guys. And both of them wanted uh, just a little something-something done, and the company wasn't willing to do it for Joe Rogan and Bill Burr, so they both were, were like, hey, all right, see you later. We'll see you on the other side. And now the rest is history. The fact is, SiriusXM, they really... Don't understand talent whatsoever. But in all fairness, their business model was take care of Howard Stern, give him all the money, give him the majority of the programming money, and, and that's all they need. And you know what? It's been very, very successful uh, for them for many, many years, but they let so much talent go over the years. So much. It's, it's crazy. And there's a couple examples right there. Bill Burr could have easily had a, a giant deal with SiriusXM if they were smart enough, and, and certainly uh, Joe Rogan. And both went bye-bye and are massively huge outside the SiriusXM format. The, uh, the Bonfire is the best show on Sirius right now. I honestly wouldn't know. Corey Fajeld, Corey Field, even though you, you're, you have an eye with, a, with, a, with the thing. Why do you have an eye with the thing? Your name is Field, but you have the eyes, uh, an eye with a thing at the at the bottom. It's a fish hook. You don't spell Field with a fish hook. Top four regular comedians on ONA. Uh, man, I hate these ONA questions. No offense. I try to pepper them in because I really, really, I really, I'm just so over it. I know some days it doesn't s seem that way, but I really am so over it. Uh, well, but, but I got you on the big screen. Top four. Now, I could screw this up, so you got to bear with me. Top four comedians on ONA. Patrice O'Neill, numero uno, without a doubt, numero uno. I would also put Jim Brewer on that list, top four comedians of all time as far as uh, doing the ONA show. Colin Voss, not even close. Uh, to top four anyway. Colin actually is not even in the top ten. I don't know what it was, but it was always there was. I always had a struggle when uh, when Colin came in. It wasn't as easy as when like Patrice was in or Jim Brewer. Um, man, Dice. But he didn't do like the later years of the show. But man, you might have to put Dice in the top four. Carlin only did our show once or twice, so you can't do that. We're talking consistently. I mean, Bob Kelly's way up there, to be completely honest. Oh, Jay Moore. Now you guys are fucking with me. All right, Patrice O'Neill definitely won. Uh, Brewer st still stays in the top four. People that are in the running. Jay Moore, Bob Kelly, Bill Burr, Dice. Now, I got along with Colin, but I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, it's all about personality. So when Colin came in, I personally... Didn't find it as easier when all the guys were in. But that doesn't mean I didn't like the guy and didn't want him on the show. You guys will spin every fucking thing. Everything. I give you, like, crazy honesty, and then you spin the shit. 
Louis C.K. All right. I think you got to put Louis C.K. in uh, the top four comedians of all time as far as the ONA show goes. What do you think? Is the list good so far? Patrice O'Neill, Jim Brewer, um, Louis C.K., and then, man, I might have to surprise everybody. And I might have to put, I'm, I'm leaning toward putting Bob Kelly in there, for real. Bob Kelly was always prepared and was hilarious. I mean, Dice would take over, and I'm not going to put Dice in there. So who are we down to? So we got, uh, Florentine was really good, but I don't think, oh, uh, Gervais, no. Gervais gave us some great radio, but no. I think Bob Kelly was better than uh, Gervais on a regular basis. Um, yeah, a lot of people saying Bob Kelly was really good. Oh, Jim Jeffries. Fuck, out of nowhere you throw his name in it. Louis Black was really good. I think as I sit here and think about it, go tell Bob Kelly. Go tell Bob Kelly. Top four comedians on the Opie and Anthony show of all time. I'm going to go Patrice O'Neill without a doubt. Louis C.K., Jim Brewer. Yeah, man, if I got to do it, I think I'm going to go Bob Kelly. Bob A for the win. Bill Burr was great, though. Bill Burr is right there. But I think um, what hurts Bill Burr, he left New York and uh, moved out to Hollywood to become a big star. And that allowed you know Bob Kelly to have uh, a lot more plate appearances. So I think I would have to give it to Bob Kelly, yes. You liked when Bonnie came in? Yeah, she was good. She's not a great person, but she was good. Burr turned into a liberal douche. Jesus, no, get the fuck. What is wrong with you guys? And when it comes to laughing and comedy, I don't, I don't really care what their political leanings are. I just don't care. If they're funny, they're funny. Even if they're beating the shit out of people I like, I don't care. Funny trumps all that shit. But in this new uh, world we live in, man, if you're a comedian or a comedian you really, really liked, you know, thinks differently politically than you, then you hate his guts and then you go to name calling. I don't get that because in the end, funny is funny and that should just rise to the top. All right. I'm getting cold. I was thinking of throwing in uh, for another 20 minutes uh, before the, uh, the sun. The sun never came out. I mean, it's up there. You know, that's the wonderful thing about the sun. And when you're flying on a cloudy day, you realize that the sun is always there. It's kind of like life. When you're having a bunch of bad days in a row, just remember, the sun is always there to brighten up your day. Wham, bam, bam. Bam, bam, oh, I love that dirty water. But I said, oh, for another reason. And then I just synced it into the, the Standell's Dirty Water song. But Andy Volland, God, I might have to adjust my list. Because Andy Volland just nailed uh, me with Brian Regan that no one else fucking uh, put on the big screen or I didn't see it. Tell Bob Kelly he's not in the top four anymore. I think I got to put <laughs> I think I got to put uh, Brian Regan in the in the top four. Uh, <laughs> Bobby was so close, but fucking Regan. Oh, our sides would hurt. He was one of the very few guys, man. We were lucky to have so many really, really, really funny guys on our show. But um, 
Brian Regan would make me laugh in a way that I don't think any other comedian ever did. And that was to the point where you're begging him to stop because your ribs hurt. Brian Regan was the only comedian that did that uh, to me, I do believe. I mean, and you're talking a bunch of incredibly funny people. But when Brian Regan got going, you would pretty much beg uh, him to stop so you could take a breath. So tell Bobby he didn't make it. Sorry. Tell, tell Bobby, tell Bobby that uh, you got an honorable mention, okay? All right. You want to see the ocean? Thanks for your support. Um, if you're not, subscribe to the Opie Radio podcast, you sons of bitches. And if you gave me a few bucks today, I really, really appreciate it. It keeps me motivated to do this damn thing. I leave you with your moment of zen. Dirty water, ah, oh, Boston, you're my home.